888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from learningwithleslie.com. And I am excited once again. (laughs) I am back to my excited state. There's a lot that I want to cover today. Uh, First of all, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update about uh, what's going on with my situation with my family and my dad. And then I want to talk a little bit about the hotline answer a question that I got from Ty from TravelToStLucia.com about email marketing and how to do that effectively. Then I'm going to talk about my dream line. (laughs) We're reading the four-hour work week and I've been having some struggles with my dream line. We're going to talk about that. Uh, But then I'm going to go back to what I was going to talk about in the last episode before the situation happened with my dad. And... um, just talking about fears and and you know what we can do to overcome some of those fears and practical steps that I see that I can implement and hopefully you can learn a lot from what I am doing and we can learn a lot from each other because that's really what learning with Leslie is all about you know you know <laughs> I'm thinking about this name that I chose learning with Leslie and it was suggested and I took it uh, but <laughs> I'm starting to have a problem with the name. I'm not going to change it, uh, but I don't like the fact that it says learning with Leslie because to me, there's too much of an emphasis on me and I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about you guys. I want it to be about us all uh, learning together as opposed, in, as opposed to you, know, you learning from me necessarily uh, because I learned from you. You learn from me, we learn from each other, and that's the way it goes. It's I want I want this to be more of a community. So even though you guys hear the name all the time, this is Learning with Leslie. Don't see it as something where Leslie's the focus. Really, it's about all of you guys. It's about all of us on our journey to online success and um, just accomplishing our goals in life. Now, last episode was a very emotional episode for me, as you probably know. If you don't know what's going on with that, you can always go back to episode 15, where I talk about some uh, situation that's happening with my dad. He went to the hospital, and, you know, (laughs) I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed with the responses that I got from you guys and from really from people all over the world, um, friends also and family from all over the world, from at home in St. Martin, from Europe, from uh, different places in the U.S., and uh, just on Facebook, on Twitter, and everywhere. (laughs) You know, I I just want to thank those of you that left a comment and that showed me that you care and that I have your support. A number of you guys said you're praying for me, and I really do appreciate that. I want to call a few of you by names. I want to thank Chris, uh, James, Ty, Cody, Blue Eyes. I know that's probably not your real name, but um, Blue Eyes, Audrey, Peggy, Suzanne, Monique, Scott, Archie, Ivan, or Ivan. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, John, Shousey. Yeah. You know, 
I want to thank you guys for the comments that you've left, uh, whether it's on my blog or on Twitter or, you know, wherever. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for what you said. And thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers and all that good stuff. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad people in this world. But in my experience, I have seen that there's so many awesome people. And you guys are just awesome. Uh, even the, you guys that are just listening to this right now, I just thank you for all of the support in just listening to me. I'm, sometimes I'm just here uh, going on a rant and you guys are putting up with me. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate that. Um, just to give somewhat of an update as to what's going on there, uh, they have figured out what's wrong with my dad. They diagnosed him with what's called Guillaume-Barré. I don't know exactly how to say it. It's French, but it's Guillaume-Barré syndrome. And if you don't know anything about that, you can Google it. But to make a long story very short, it's where your immune system attacks your nervous system. And you can imagine that that's a very bad thing. Uh, it's Most of the time, it's not fatal, but recovery does take a lot and I mean, he can be out of it for a few weeks or even a few months or a few years. And, you know, we, we, just, we, I, we need to com continue praying for him. And um, I know that God is going to work a miracle with that. So I'm not too worried. They, they had to, well, they have to ship him out of St. Saint Martin because the hospitals there aren't set up to deal with such a serious condition. Well, that specific condition so they're actually sending him to Colombia probably tomorrow morning. Uh, he's going to be uh, airlifted there via an uh, air ambulance. And my mother is going to be going with him. I am thinking that I'm going to try to go down there next week, uh, week also. So um, I might be doing this podcast from Colombia next week. I don't know. I might spend a few weeks there to be there with them for support and all that good stuff. So just keep me in your prayers. And um, I just want to let you know that I appreciate all the support that I've been getting from you. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, that'll work out. I know that it will. I have faith that it will. So let's continue with the content for today. Um, first of all, let me talk a little bit about the hotline. You know the number. If you don't know the number, the number is... 888-835-2414. And I want to clarify something about this hotline. Uh, and maybe I should be a little more clear about this on my blog. But the reason for that hotline is for you to ask questions or leave comments relating to this podcast. If you have a question about internet marketing, about online business, about making money online, traffic generation, um, or anything to do with that, you can call and leave that specific question, um, and I will deal with that on this podcast as time permits. Now, it is not a place for you to contact me personally for us to have a personal discussion about your business. That is not something that I do currently, and the reason for that is... I, I am so hard-pressed for time. So I've, been, I've gotten a few calls where someone say, hey, I want to talk to you about something. Can you give me a call? My number is dot, dot, dot. And that's not the purpose for that hotline because I really do not have the time to do that. As I'm sure you can all understand, I want to I make sure that I can help you, 
but I want to do it in a way that it can help as many people as possible while still being efficient. So if you have a specific question, uh, go ahead and call, leave the question, and I will answer that question to the best of my ability as I have been answering in the past and as I will be answering today. Um, so keep that in mind, please. It's not a personal thing. It's just that I want to be able to help as many people as possible. And if you have a question, it's a high chance, it's a high probability that someone else has the same question, but they're just not asking it or they're not sure how to ask it or they might be afraid to ask it. So go ahead and call in, leave your question. I don't care what it is. Um, as long as you don't mind me answering it on the podcast, uh, I will answer it on here and Hopefully, I can give you guys as much valuable information as possible. So, yes, I want to encourage you to call. You got a question? Leave your question. I will answer it on the hotline. Okay, so we have a question from Ty. A very, very good question. As usual, you know, she always calls in these great questions. And it has to do with email marketing. So, Ty, take it away. Hey, Leslie, this is Ty from TravelToStLucia.com. And I have a question regarding email marketing. And I'd like to know, how did you create the ideas for your seven-day boot camp? And more specifically, how do, how do you create an email newsletter slash marketing campaign? I know that there should be a giveaway or some sort of incentive for people to join your list. But after they join, then what? Do you send out a welcome or a thank you email initially? Do you then just send out emails about products? How do you provide content that people may want um, but market to them at the same time? And also, how often should you send out emails? Um, so that's my question, and I'd appreciate some feedback on that. Thanks. Bye-bye. Excellent question. Uh, you, you know, if you've been in internet marketing for a while, you know that having a list, an email list where someone comes to your website and they are requesting for you to send them information, whether it's a free report or a free um, gift or some training, an e-course or whatever the case might be, if when they request for you to send them information, that is extremely valuable. Because it's no longer them coming to you, but it's them allowing you into their personal space. That being said, when someone invites you into their personal space, you want to make sure that you are doing it justice. Uh, you want to make sure that you are providing value to that person. And as she mentioned, you know, if you want to entice someone to get onto your list, it's good to give away some kind of a free gift, whether it's an e-course or something of that sort or a report or an e-book or whatever the case might be. Once they're on that list, the next thing you want to do is nurture a relationship with them. And, well, I guess it. Let me, let me step back a little bit. It all depends on what your goal is. The question is, what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish with that email newsletter? Now, for me, I always knew that an email newsletter was very important, but it never really hit home as much as it did when I stopped 
doing anything related to internet marketing. And to give you a little bit of background in where that's concerned, I was doing so much and I got burnt out. And I said, you know what? I am done. I'm not posting to my blog. I was I was running a forum at that time. I stopped um, checking out the forum as much as I used to. And I really just kind of disappeared. I spent time with my wife. Um, and I just, I, I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, or at least I thought that at, at, the, at that point in time. So I had gone a few months without doing any updates or any significant updates, sending any emails or anything of that sort. However, prior to that, I had done a significant amount of work to build my email list. So my traffic had started going down because I wasn't doing anything. And it was a few months where I didn't do anything. Now, Eventually, I decided, okay, it's time to get back on my game. I need to start posting to my blog. And I started posting to my blog again. I sent a message to my list. And just like that, people were coming back to my site. So from one day to the next, my site was just as active as it was before. And it continued growing um, even faster than it was growing before. So it was very beneficial. If I did not have that list, what would have happened at that point is that I would have to start all over building and writing and all that kind of stuff. But because I had that list, I was able to almost instantly generate traffic. And that is a very important thing. Not only that, but when you have a list and it's a, a good list where you have a good relationship with your subscribers, you can recommend products to them that you find are very valuable and make some money with that. Um, most of the money that I make today in my online business is directly from my list. And I know a lot of people ask me, uh, how are you making money if I don't see you selling a bunch of stuff? Well, you know, <laughs> I probably could make a lot more money if I was selling much more than I am selling. And I probably should be selling more than I'm selling. But for me, it's all about the relationship. So that's a very important point that I want to drive home. And whatever you're doing with your list, your, your, your goal should be, in my opinion, and you're going to get different opinions from different people, to nurture a relationship with your subscribers. So how much is too much? <laughs> that's such an interesting question. My answer to that is too much is too much. <laughs> if you're sending too much, then you are sending too much. And how much that is will vary from individual to individual, from niche to niche. Um, and what I would recommend is for you to test it out and see. Okay, try sending at a certain frequency. And if that's working well, stick with it. Try doing different things and see what works best. And, and it's all about testing. What's working for me might not necessarily work for you. You need to test what you're doing and make sure you are doing it as well as you can. Now, what do you give them? Well, it depends on your niche, once again. And I know I'm being, being very vague. Uh, I'm just going to give you some theoretical stuff first, and then I'm going to kind of drive it home with what I do specifically and how I do what I do. Um, so what do you send them? It depends on your niche. What do they need? What are they trying to accomplish? With my niche, people are trying to start an online business. So what I want to send them is how to start an online business. And I chose to do it as a free seven-day e-course where every day for seven days, I send them information on how to get 
um, how to do your research, how to um, set up your blog, how to get hosting, how to set up your blog, how to install a nice theme so you can have a professional design, how to make content, how to um, start a list, which is exactly what we're talking about, and how to grow your list and build your email list, how to make money from your site, how to drive traffic to your site, and those type of things. Those are the things that my audience most likely want to know about when they sign up to my list. So for seven days, I send them... um, information and I do it in the form of an, a short email that links to a video with some instructions and I do that for seven days and once I'm done with the seven days the idea is that I want to stay in their minds but I don't want to overwhelm them and I don't want them to get sick of me <laughs> um, so what I've done is after the seven days I try to go to where I'm sending an email every week on my autoresponder sequence. Um, Now what I'm doing is I'm sending an email whenever I post a new podcast. So it's every two, I mean, two days of the week I send on Tuesday and Thursday in addition to whatever goes out automatically. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. Um, What should you do? Hmm. Like I said, it depends, um, but this that's what I do. Uh, one thing I would recommend is at the beginning, you want to be sending more, and then you want to, to, to kind of phase it out to where you're sending maybe every week or every other week. For some people, every month might be good. All right, so it, <laughs> it just really depends on what you are trying to accomplish. Is, it, uh, is there some information that you need to be sending them on a regular basis to update them on something relating to your niche? If that's the case and that adds value, that's something that you want to take into consideration. So, like I said, the main thing is that you want to be giving value. What goals do your audience have? And what can you do to help them to accomplish those goals? And how often should you be doing that? Understanding what their goals are, how often would they need to hear from you in order to accomplish those goals? Now, let's talk a little bit about selling via email. I, like I said, I don't sell that much. I do promote stuff. When I send out an email, there's a link to a product that I promote, the instant internet lifestyle um, in my signature. And I get a certain percentage of people that click through to that and then a certain percentage that sign up. Um, In addition to that, I've done some interviews and there are some products that I think are very valuable if you're trying to start an online business. So every so often I'd send out an email about that particular product so that I so so that I can give value to my audience. Um, And not only that, I am getting value in return when someone purchases, I get a commission. So that's how I do it. Um, If you have a product to promote, of course, you want to be promoting your product as a part of your follow-up sequence because hopefully if you're making a quality product, it's something that will help your subscribers and you can promote that as a part of your email list also. I hope I I answered that question. I I feel like I just kind of went around it. But the take-home message is, number one, give value. Number two, um try something, try a certain time interval, try 
uh, whether you're doing three days in the beginning and then every other day or every week or whatever the case, try it, test it. You can even ask your audience, ask your subscribers, how often do you want to hear from me? How much is too much? And get their input. And based on their input, you can tailor what you're doing. It's all about testing. There's no one magic bullet. There's no one size fits all. Um, so take that into consideration when you are doing what you're doing. Okay, that's the only question I'm going to be dealing with today. If you have a question, please um, feel free to call it in uh, to the hotline. The number, once again, is... 524... Sorry, this is the number? 888-835-2414. And I will take your question and answer it on the show. So let's talk about the four-hour work week. Thank you for all of you that are in the four-hour, I mean, the Learning with Leslie Mastermind at lwlmastermind.com, which redirects to a part of my blog that deals with that um, specific group. We've been going through the four-hour work week. If you haven't grabbed a copy, you want to grab a copy because there's so much value in it, and we're going to be doing this together and learning from each other. Uh, and if you go to that page, you're going to see those that are participating in it and links to the posts that they have been making. And they've been quite interesting and um, even inspirational. So check them out. Um, definitely make sure to do that. Now, we sh right about now, we should be finishing chapter four. I have finished chapter four at the end of chapter four. It has you it. it he asks you to construct a dream line and you can do a six month dream line and a, or a 12 month dream line or you can do both. And I started constructing my dream line and <laughs> I was having the hardest time because what you're doing is you're um, you're actually writing down what you want to have in the next six months, for example, what you want to be in the next six months. So, for example, um, you want to be fluent in Spanish. You want to be good co at cooking. You want to be dot, 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 whatever that is. And then you break it down to what you need to do in order to be what you want to be and in order to have what you want to have. Now, I don't know what... Well, no, I know why I'm having such a hard time with it because as I'm going through this timeline, this dream line, I am realizing that there are not a lot of things like physical things that I want in life. Um, and I've said this before, what's important to me is family and relationships and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of hard to break down. Yes, I like some things. I love technology, for example, but to narrow it down to four or five things that I want to have, I've been having a hard time with that. And I'm still working on my um, dream line. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to share that with you a little later on. Um, but it's it's definitely I'm seeing how valuable it is because once you've done that, it then breaks down, okay, what's the total cost and how much is that going to cost you per month? And then how much is that going to cost you per day so that you have definite goals that you can work with so that you can know when you're reaching your goals, when you're not reaching your goals and when you need to make changes in order to reach those goals. So 
extremely valuable exercise. I am still doing it. It's going to take me longer than I thought. And, you know, maybe you've done yours already. I would love to hear how that's going for you guys. Um, I don't have all the answers, <laughs> so I'm still working on mine. And as soon as I have that, I will be sharing that with you. So what I thought about doing today, last episode, I had some notes that I wanted to go over. Um, but because of the issues that were having that I was having with my dad, I um, dealt with that instead. Um, but there were some questions at the end of chapter two about overcoming your fears, and the, the, the what it's what's he's what he's encouraged you. To, in, I'm, wow, I can't speak. What he is encouraging you to do is answer first of all, decide what your goals are in general. And what you want to do, what's like the big thing you want to accomplish in life? I mean, regardless of the risk, regardless of um, what it would take for you to do it, what do you want to do? And then you have to answer the following questions. Number one, what's the worst that can happen if you were to do what you want to do? Number two, what steps can you take to repair that damage or get things back on the upswing, even if temporarily? Then, what are the more positive possibilities that can happen? Then, if I were, was fired today, what would I do to get things under financial control? Number, and then the next one is, what am I putting off out of fear? And what is it? costing me to postpone action and then what am I waiting for? So I want to talk about my answers to those questions because those are great questions. Um, really allows you to evaluate what you are afraid of and I'm going to share my answers with you. So what's the worst that can happen? When I think about the worst that can happen if I pursue this online success, trying to build my online business, what what could be the worst things that can happen? And these are some of the things that I came up, come up with. Um, my online business can fail miserably. I can lose money um, and, you know, I can take a risk. For example, let's say I were to quit my job, for example, and I say, you know, what? I'm going to build this massive online business um, and the business fails. Not only does it fail, I don't have any money. I can't take care of my family and so on. That that that's that's some serious stuff right there. Uh, I can lose my job and not have any money. My wife and I, for example, we can have a child and not have enough money to support that child. We cannot have enough money to pay the bills. Those are things that can happen. I mean, worst case scenario. I mean, we don't want those things to happen, but those are possibilities. If I were to pursue, which not if I were to pursue, now that I'm pursuing. Um, these things that I'm doing online and the businesses that I'm growing um, with my biology website and learning with Leslie, it could all fail and it could be a disaster. Um, I can lose money and not have enough money to support my family and those would be terrible things. So that's question number one. What's the worst that can happen? Those are the worst things that I could think of. Um, you could probably think of some others, but those, those are what came to mind when I thought about that question. Then, the next logical question, what steps could you take to repair the damage or to get things back on the upswing, even if temporarily? Well, number one, I could find a new job as a teacher. Hope, um, that's what I've been doing. That's what my experience is. 
um, so I can find a new job. Um, I can go back to school and get another degree. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to be happening anytime soon. I can find some odd jobs to do if I can't get a teaching job, for example. I can work at Burger King. I can uh, do a number of things. I can be a waiter. I can, you know, clean, clean trash or whatever. Just odd things here. I can also do some consulting work. Um, so I've gotten experience with what I'm doing and I can do some consulting to help people with specific problems. That's something that I can do. So what that showed me is, yes, okay, if I take the risk of doing what I'm doing right now and things were to go terribly, there are some things that I can do to make it better, which makes sense. Now, let's say those bad things don't happen. The next question is, what are the more positive possibilities that can happen? Okay, what are the possibilities? Uh, let's just go through a few of them. My business can explode. I mean, I can be reaching uh, thousands of people on a daily basis, if not even more, tens of thousands of people on, on a daily basis, helping them with with my biology web website, helping them with biology, and people are just having this rewarding experience where uh, they didn't understand anything, but they came to my website and they learned so much. And, you know, I can have a, 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 a system behind that for generating income and I can start making a lot of passive income. I can have freedom because there's more money coming in, freedom to travel the, and see the world, have enough money to help people that are in need. And really, I can change the world if I were to do and if I continue doing the things that I'm doing right now, those are some of the positive um, outcomes that can happen. Now, when you compare the, po the possible positives to the possible negatives, which one outweighs which one? Wow. Which one outweighs the other? And in my opinion, definitely the positives outweigh the negative. The the potential that's there, if I were to accomplish these goals, man, that's just awesome. Now, would I want to just sit back and say, you know what, there's a risk that my online business would fail, I could lose my job, and um, we can have a child and not have money, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there are those things. But as we've seen, there are things that I can do to get myself back on my feet. But if it works, man, Powerful stuff, amazing stuff, and that's just exciting to think of. Okay, next thing. If I was fired today, what would I do to get things under financial control? Or what could I do to get things under financial control? Um, well, you know, that's not as much of a problem today as it was a while back because now I have an online business and it is making money. Um, so I would probably survive okay if I were to be fired for my job. Um, I don't see myself being fired from my job, but if I were to be fired, I would probably survive and I could probably make more money if I weren't working, um, just building my online business. I know I, not I can probably, I can definitely make more money doing that, but it's not just about money. I love teaching and I believe that it's where I'm supposed to be. I believe that God has me where I am for a specific purpose and I'm all right with that. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, but if I were to be fired, yes, I'd have to cut back on some expenses. I, I spend too much money on certain things. 
Um, I have internet at home and then I have wireless internet for my laptop where I can travel and still have internet and that costs money. I'd probably have to cut that out. Um, I have an iPhone with a maximum plan where I have unlimited everything. I'd probably have to reduce that or get a regular phone. Oh, no, that's just terrible. Would I do something like that? Get a regular phone? Downgrade from a smartphone, from an iPhone? That's a that's a different topic from a for a <laughs> for a different episode. But anyhow, um, yeah, so I can downgrade my phone plan. I can consolidate my websites and get on shared hosting. I've been on shared hosting for a while, and then recently I upgraded to a virtual private server because I wanted to make sure things function the uh, as uh, as well as possible. Not ready to go to the dedicated as yet. But anyhow, I can cut back and just get a simple five dollars a month hosting plan. That'll save a significant amount of money. I can stop traveling as much until until things picked up again. You know, there are things that I could do if I were fired to survive and still do what needs to be done. Next question, what am I putting out uh, putting off out of fear? And when I think about that right now, there's really nothing that I'm putting off out of fear. I'm no longer afraid because I'm seeing all the possibilities that are out there. I'm gaining the knowledge, um, not just gaining the knowledge, but then I'm doing something about it. So you learn. OK, I, I, I've taken a number of training programs. And whenever I take a training program, I want to get as much out of it as possible. So I, I go through all the lessons and I say, OK, what do I need to do? And then I do those things. If there are conference calls, I get on the conference calls. I ask questions and I try to be proactive about what I'm learning because I find the more you per- the more I participate, the more I learn, the more I do, and the better um, able I, uh, better I'm, the better I'm able to do what needs to be done. So you know what? That's something that I want to encourage you. If you're a part of a program, if you're a part of this Learning with Leslie Mastermind. And every time I say it, I say, ah, there's my name again, and I'm tired of it. Um, (laughs) Not tired of my name, but you get the point. Anyhow, if you're a part of a training program, whatever it is, participate. Do what needs to be done. Um, Answer the questions that you need to answer. Take the action steps that you need to take. Um, If you're doing this, call in and leave some questions because you have questions. We all have questions. And if I don't know the answer, I'll do some research, and we're going to find out these things together. Anyhow. Okay, so uh, what am I putting out of, off out of fear? Uh, my goal is not necessarily to quit my job right now. I don't have a problem with working. I don't have a problem with jobs. Um, I do have a problem with depending solely on my job. I, I need to have something else. I need to be building something that will have an impact and that can give me more financial freedom to travel to help family to help friends and so on next question what is it costing me to postpone action every time we postpone action we are postponing action (laughs) i mean what it's costing you is the potential positives that um that can happen in your business or in your life Um, if you're not taking action you are staying exactly the same Place. When I spoke about the possible um, positive outcomes for my business, my business can explode. I can be making a, a significant amount of passive income. I can be traveling the world. 
Um, I can be helping people. I can be changing the world. And if I'm not taking action on that, that's what it's costing me. I can't do those things because I'm just not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? Now, as you think about these questions, what is the worst that can happen if you were to do exactly what you're thinking about doing? You're thinking about starting a blog, and this blog is going to be about um, uh, cooking. Okay, let's just go with cooking for right now. And you want to help people to experience the beauties of life by cooking these fabulous meals and 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 doing it in a way that can enhance your family life um, because you believe that the way to keep a family together is by, well one of the ways to keep a family together and I'm just kind of just going along a tangent right now so if I'm not making sense forgive me but you feel like the way to keep a family together and to keep them happy is to make sure that their needs are taken care of and one of the ways of doing that is by having these great meals where you can come together and bond and you have a vision of bringing families together at the the dining room table so they can talk and converse and your blog is going to deal with that and it's going to deal with it in a passionate way that's going to help people to be better family members, (laughs) okay? If that is your goal, what is the worst that can happen if you were to Pursue that fully. Yes, it could fail. Yes, it could. Um, um, uh, your your computer could explode. I <laughs> I don't know. Just think about the things that can happen, and then think about what you can do to rectify that situation. Those situations, because there are things. If you think about it, there are practical things that we can do. And then beyond that, think about the pos- possible positives that can come from it. You can change lives. You can change families. This can be um, something that changes the way families function. And your blog can reach thousands of people all over the world or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people um, that are struggling in their family lives. But it's bringing them together around a dinner table and they are starting to talk with each other. It's not as much about the video games and the watching of TV. It's about bonding and you're showing people how to do that through the art, through through culinary arts, putting awesome food on the table and doing it in a way that amplifies this type of environment. That's changing lives. That's having an, a, a positive effect that can impact the world in amazing ways. And if you're not doing it because you're afraid that you're going to fail, then you are missing out on a lot. I hope that makes sense. I think it makes sense. You know what? It, it gets me even more pumped to do what I'm doing. I'm, you, you know, let me, let me share some things with you. And this is just kind of a practical example of exactly what I'm talking about. My biology website. Um, if this is the first time you're listening to this, you might not know. You may not know about my biology website, but you can see my biology website at interactive-biology.com. And at that website, what I'm doing is I'm putting together a bunch of resources, starting with a bunch of videos, short videos, five to ten minutes, covering topics in biology. And I started doing that in January. 
And since I've started doing that and I've been doing it regularly and consistently, at least relatively speaking, it has started to grow beyond what I, I, I saw happening in such a short period of time. I mean, I went from having 30 to 50 visitors every day to having 100 and something to 200 and something to 300 and something to 400 and something. Yesterday, I had um, 499 unique visitors to the website. If you know much about my goals, my goals is to be having for this year, at, over the course of this year, to build it up to where I have a thousand people on the site every single day. And I am more than on target to doing that. But that's not the amazing thing to me. The amazing thing to me are the emails that I'm getting from people all over the world, seeing things in terms of how the site is helping them. And they are, um, they've been struggling in biology all along. And they come to my website. And in 10 minutes, they understand a, a concept that that they were struggling to understand for weeks. And that is just awesome. I, I have people contacting me on a daily basis telling me about what the site has been doing for them. And when I see that, it just gets me excited because I feel as if I am doing what I need to be doing to help the world, to change the world, to help people understand biology. And when you understand biology, you understand life a little better. And by understanding life better, really, I think you're making the world a better place. And I just want to encourage you with that. Let's, let's change this world, man. Let's, let's make this world a better place. Let's make it happen. Um, I'm excited. I hope you are excited about that too. So yeah, that's really the content for today i hope it was valuable we spoke about list building um email marketing and what should be included in that and how often you should do that we spoke about the four hour work week um i'm still going to be working on my dream line i hope you're working on yours for next week next week we are supposed to be dealing with chapters five and six and that is going to be the painful part for me <laughs> We're going to be talking about eliminating stuff. There's a lot of stuff I know that I need to eliminate in my business. So we're going to talk about time management or the end of time management and the low information diet. I'm excited. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm not going to lie because I know there's some stuff that I got to cut out of my life, um, out of my business to help me to be more efficient, to help me to do it better. And the same for you. We all got to do this together. So, hey, you know what? I also want to encourage you. Hey, if you haven't been through the 7-Day Bootcamp, which I'd be surprised. But if not, go to 7daybootcamp.net and check it out. To join the mastermind, lwlmastermind.com. Check it out. That's it for now. I'll see you in the next one. Three, five, two, four, one, four.